welcome to the 148th episode of the Cracked Die podcast. Hello. Yay. All right. Hello. We're live still. Somehow. Magically. So before we started recording, we were talking about Waffle House. And apparently, I didn't know this, all Waffle Houses are haunted. I mean, are you surprised? Yes, they're haunted by flavor. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if you go to any Waffle House between the hours of like 1 and 5 a.m., you're going to see something that everyone ignores, but no one can explain. <laughs> well, that's not great. I would be terrified. I think that was the, the part of like buying a house I was most scared of was like we would accidentally buy a haunted house. See, I grew up with a ghost in my kitchen. So like as long as they're just kind of there to chill, I don't care. Oh, oh yeah. We had a kitchen ghost. His name was Keith. He always hung out near the sink or at the foot of the table where we would have dinner. A couple of my friends saw him a couple times, too. And he would always tell me when it was time to go to bed because when I was home for college, I would stay up with my dad. He would play on the PS4. He'd play like Oblivion, like Elder Scrolls Oblivion until like midnight. And then I would play after he went to bed. And unfailingly, if I was still up at like 4.30 or 5, even if no one had been in my kitchen the entire day, the huge, heavy cast iron pots would scrape against each other. And that was when it was time to go to bed. <laughs> mm -hmm. Every single night, 4 a.m., I would just hear like that, like, thunk in the cabinet. And I'd be like, oh, shit, that's going to be up soon. Bedtime. He was chill. He just wanted to make sure that we were all OK. That's awesome. Yeah, he was a friendly ghost. How did you figure out their, their name was Keith? We just kind of gave him the name Keith because he stayed in the kitchen. So K for kitchen. So Keith, the kitchen ghost. Yep. I like it. My favorite memory was like a friend of mine had walked me home. It was like 2 a.m. We were sitting on our front porch talking and the big window there goes right back to the table where he tends to stand. And we both kept seeing something like moving. And eventually I had to look at my friend and be like, this is going to look weird. And I like looked over my shoulder. I was like, I'm right here. I'm fine. I'll be right in. Didn't bother us for the rest of the night until I went to bed. That's cool that it's like, I don't know, he was like a guardian in a way. Yeah, now Sean is going to hate being at my house every time we're there for holidays. Well, my parents' house. <laughs> we're there for holidays. Did anyone else grow up with a house ghost? I didn't have a house ghost, but I had a, a ghost that was at the place where I worked between when I left high school and before I started college. I had a summer job at a, at a movie theater that was very haunted. I have plenty of stories about that, but I don't want to take up too much time with the podcast. When my mom and I were still single, we were bachelors. We moved to Spain and stayed in a little home there. And there was definitely weird things happening in that house. And then mostly things happened in my dorm room in university. But again, it was kind of the same vibe as Christine. They were just kind of friendly. And also we would make the lights flicker. Or if I was up reading too late, just like for enjoyment, not when I was studying. Studying, they would leave me alone. But if I was like up reading too late, they would just shut off my desk lamp and then I was like come on and then I'd go and turn on the other lamp across the way and again it would shut off and not like they were doing such a way where like even if I flicked it back on it would not turn on so it wasn't unplugged or anything I'm like cool thanks I guess I'll go to bed <laughs> I love that ghosts are like so invested apparently in like us getting healthy sleep schedules <laughs> right <laughs> you'll thank us when you're our age <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is patreon content of Matt's ghost stories. Yes. Hell yeah. Oh my God. We should totally do a ghost story like sideshow. The October episodes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that. We'll just get Matt to tell us ghost stories in his fake voice. <laughs> yeah, my fake voice. Yeah, I love that people like really honestly think that's not how you sound. This is how I sound. I don't know what to tell anybody. <laughs> 
will submit them for the approval of the scariest thing I can think of. So submitted for the approval of James Sutter. <gasps> Matt's ghost stories. No, no one got murdered in my ghost stories <laughs> that I know of. That's a statement. For the amount of time I worked at that movie theater, which again is like between leaving high school and starting school and college, there were a number of incidents. Like there were a lot. It wasn't just like one thing happened. It was like five or six things. But yeah, that's definitely something we can... If you guys want that for Patreon contract, let me know. And I'll, uh, I'll I'll tell a story and we'll put some spoops music behind it or something. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be cool. By spooky music, do you mean smooth jazz? <laughs> or the Monster Mash or something. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Well, speaking of murders, the only murderers in this room so far are you guys. Great show. Last episode, you guys managed to send the former Archbishop of Canterbury, Bishop Kepa de Beer, finally to the Phrasma's Boneyard, and her dust kind of poofed up into a symbol that, Matt, you recognized outside of the game as Ergothoa. Ergothoa is a super evil, bad, evil deity here. And then you also managed to deal with some of the vampires. Brianna is currently having a crisis of faith as a Bell was slung at her from Phrasman Jesus, which was kind of a shock. Who might now be Ergothoan Jesus. Maybe. And Knife Sword did nothing but play nice, shoot my monster to the ceiling, and then dropped him with zero gravity onto the floor. They critically failed their save, so they took double damage on falling. And then just for funsies, he hit him with a magic missile. <laughs> yeah, so we're now at the top of round six in this battle, and the vampires by the dais go first. Oh, everyone has a hero point, at least one. Some of you have multiple hero points. Soraya, you have one hero point, Christine. Knife Sword has two. Haya, Brianna has one. Heidi, ooh, has one. And Matt Twin Talon has three. So two carried over from last session and one from starting the session. Now that all that's out of the way, we're going to take a bow and arrow directly to Ooze face. <laughs> to the knee. Not to the knee. Range short bow attack at Ooh. Here we go. Let's see if I can keep rolling natural 20s like I was doing last game. No, let's not do that. 31. Regular hits. Regular hit. All right. Here comes the sun. Dude, <laughs> for minimum damage of nine points of damage. Suck it. I want to know how they're getting plus eight. I've played this before. It just seems really weird. That's one of the struggles with being a ranged fighter is just like you, there is no bonuses to damage. There just aren't any. So you got to get your dice. You got to get multiple dice. Mm -hmm. Well, they reload, reel around and shoot at Twin Talon with their second shot. And they get a 33 total. That is a hit. All right. Regular hit. Comes the arrow. Minimum damage for nine points of damage. And lastly, they're going to reel around, reload and shoot at Soraya with their short bow. Ooh. Agreed, boo. Lowest attack bonus, here we go. That is a 19 on the die for a 32. That is a regular hit. Wow, I hit with all three of my shots. I'm so proud as they hit you with an arrow for 12 damage. Her head just whips around. She's like, you know, I'm hitting next. <laughs> 
<laughs> the vampire to the south of the what is that called? Oh, my goodness. Altar. So south of the altar sees how well they're friended and decides to do the same. Shoots at Ooh for first attack. The five on the die. That's a 28. That's a miss. Reload, swings the bow around to Twin Talon and shoots. It's a 17 on the die for a 35. I'm going to spend one of my hero points to make you reroll that. Oh, OK. I don't like that, but I'll do it anyway. Let me shoot at Twin Talon here. Here we go. Coming back with a reroll at Twin Talon. It's a two on the die. That's a critical failure. <laughs> <laughs> I love hero points. Sometimes this is a range attack. I take a minus two circumstance penalty to attacks using this weapon until the end of my next turn. Gross. So if they shoot again this turn and then all next turn. Nice. Yep. Well, they are shooting again and they're shooting at Soraya. I'm going to give you a plus one to AC for that pillar and the pews that are around. So I'm taking the minus two from the crit miss, a minus 10 from my multiple attack penalty. And Soraya is getting a plus one for her surroundings. Are you kidding me? It's a natural 20. That's a natural 20, which is a 30 to hit, which is exactly your AC. So that is a critical unless you would like to use a hero point. Do I spend my one hero point on making him reroll that? I mean, he had to roll a natural 20 to even hit you. So the chance of him getting a crit failing seems pretty good. Yeah, take my hero point. Um, nom 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 nom. All right, let's reroll that ridiculous attack. Minus two plus one to your AC. All right, here we go. So I get a plus 10 to this roll. That is a 16 on the die for a 26. That is a miss. Yes, it is. So that <laughs> vampire had the exact opposite results of their friend. They missed all three shots. <sighs> Twin Talon, it is your turn. OK, so I can't tell by looking at the figures. How do we look health wise? Health wise, Brianna's pretty rough. Ooh is a little hurt. Soraya is slightly hurt. Knife Sword is chilling like a villain. And Tasani is great. Oh, another question. We had talked a little bit after last episode. You had mentioned something about the vampire, something you discovered. Do you want to talk about that? Not really, because it'll show you how bad I am at being a GM. Mm, OK. No. So we had a little discussion uh, kind of outside of like what the players know, and these vampires were written specifically for Shadows at Sunset, so they do have a weakness to sunlight. So I will read directly from the book what it says, and we can figure out how this works. When exposed to direct sunlight, a Strigori immediately becomes unconscious and falls to the ground. It appears to be dead. It doesn't breathe, its body temperature matches its surroundings, and it doesn't react to pain or other stimuli. A successful perception check against Strigoi's reflex DC is enough to note one anomaly. The shadow cast by its dead body shifts and moves slightly. Its edges twisting and active. Spells like Detect Evil, Sense Life Sense, and the corpse taking damage from positive energy still function normally. 
and could reveal the truth without needing a successful perception check. Viewing the corpse in a mirror's reflection can also reveal the truth for the body's shadow reflects. While in sunlight and unconscious, the Strigoi loses resistance to physical damage. If the Strigoi takes enough damage that it would be reduced to zero hit points, its body decomposes quickly and the Strigoi is destroyed. Okay. So I would think that, you know, Soraya's flashes of bright light, they're not continuous. So I don't think these things would like lay on the ground forever, but... It would knock them prone, right? Well, I think they would fall unconscious. Like she would do one, they all go, uh, and faint. And then we'd have to be like, what just happened? And then they might start to get up again. But I don't know how long they stay unconscious from that. It's not like we've put them in sunlight. We've just exposed them briefly. But if exposed to direct sunlight, if that does something, then I would think it would do whatever that is, right? Yeah. Knock them out? Yeah, I think it would knock them out. So we'll do this. I will turn off their regeneration for two rounds just because... I believe Soraya has used two sets of bottled sunlight. So I'll just turn off their healing for now. And then if she does it again, we can have them get knocked down, but get up again. Okay. Never going to keep you down. Nope. But it's still your turn, Twin Talon. All right. So looking around, you said Brianna's in rough shape. Yeah. She's next to the one that haunts the vampire, but also within arm's reach of that demon. And really, it was the harassment Jesus that really put her into a rough state. Twin Town will look at Soraya. They'll be like, can you heal Brianna? I think I can heal myself, but if I've not done it to myself, which I don't remember. You have not. Got it. But just trying to figure out how she's going to process that. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I think I can do something. We'll be okay. Well, remember, the vampire between you knocked itself out on your shield, so it is unconscious right now. <laughs> I'll take that time to patch myself up. Yeah, the demon's still threatening, so my, my thought is, do I rush back to see if I can take advantage of the demon being prone, or do I press forward and see if I can take out the spellcaster? Take out the spellcaster, yeah. Is there a way that we can see, like, if he's been mind-controlled or something? Wouldn't that be a perception check? Yeah, we saw, like, the guards had, like, googly eyes. No one's gotten close enough to check his eyes for googliness. <sighs> I just feel like either he's just like infiltrated them or defected. Like that's the vibe I got based on the reaction he had to us. So Twin Talon is going to whistle for Tesani. Tesani is going to cruise across here. Oh, I thought she was going to say, you mean, do you have pizza? That's what Padme says whenever. That's what Padme would say. Yeah. And she's going to come up, flap at him. And while he is ever so slightly distracted, Twin Town's going to move forward and he is going to attack this guy. Are you going to move forward one more square? I wasn't planning on it. To flank with Tasani? So at level six, I took a feat called Gang Up. So as long as Tasani's threatening him, it doesn't matter if we're across or next to each other. <sighs> All right, go ahead. Actually, I am going to continue moving. I'm going to move across this way to give it a spot where Boo could come up and flank on her turn if she wanted to, or she can go back and fight the demon. But it'll give her a spot that gives her some bonus if needed. All right. And then I'm going to try to stab at that guy. Do I have to take an action to see if he's got googly eyes or is it obvious? He does not have googly eyes. It's pretty obvious. He does not have you googly eyes. Uh, does a 31 hit his flat-footed AC? It does. Okay. So I am going to damage him. 27. I'm outside of the Dread Martial Aura. So 27 damage. I'm going to put Debilitating Strike on him. And then I'm going to attack again. 24. Miss. All right. I'm going to use one of my hero points. Try again. There we go. 33 to hit. That is a hit. Okay. 
So we'll do some damage and a slash R 2d6. You like that's become a thing. I love it. Thank you, Heidi. And then 33 more damage with the second attack. Ugh. All right. And Twin Town's going to say, you're the worst of them. They are just the creatures that they are, but you've made a choice. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Haya, it is Brianna's turn. Man, poor Brianna. I feel like Brianna will stumble back and just kind of freak out for a moment. And like for her, time will slow as she's listening to, you know, these voices and then be like, where, where is this coming from? What have I done to anger Serenres? And then she would look up and see that her friends are still, you know, in, in trouble. They're still fighting and notice that, you know, there's blood pouring out of her. And she's like, no, Serenre and I can discuss this as soon as possible and my friends still need me so she will take a moment to patch herself up for a 27 so that is a success so it's 2d 8 plus 10 for the second tier yes okay so i have 14 points of damage back she'll like waver for a second to try and like lean down and do disrupt undead but like falter she's like no, I've I've not earned it back yet. Anised will strike the creature because that's exactly what her goddess would want. Fair fight or no. A dead must be destroyed. 30 is a hit, so you're good. It's a 24. Well, if it's a 24, that's a crit, right? That is a crit, yes. Thank you, Matt. Math. It's hard. Do it. Also, please draw your crit hit card. Aha, I almost forgot about that. Pain and simple. Triple damage. Brianna special. Yep. <sighs> So it would be, what did I roll? I roll a 42 for double damage. Would that be triple? 63. There you go. 63 points of damage. Slashing him good. Yeah, that chopped it a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have one more action. Then she will kind of look around in terms of positioning and would want to get closer to her friends in case they need help. So she will move around to its other side. There we go. All right. Things are not looking great for me right now, or for that vampire, at least. It is the giant green guy's turn who is prone. So his first action is to stand up. Ooh. Ooh. Gets up. And cries. Second action is to lumber forward. Ugh. Great. Ooze in range as this creature decides to bite at ooh. Ow. Natural 12. It was on a 20 for a second. (laughs) It's critical. Critical hit. 39. What? Do you have a hero point to use to not make that critical hit? The unfortunate thing is that he got a 12. Like, how much lower can he get? Oh. All right, so I liberate you. Can you liberate me? I'm 15 feet. Yep, that's my range. Okie dokie. That's why I moved over, just in case. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Mom. Well, the bad news is he is named. Oh, no. So let me draw that crit hit card. Uh, This would be a piercing attack. Sean. Yes. What is his name? Tungort. Ah, now that we know his true name, we have power over him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is a terrible. Oh, no, that's bludgeoning. Okay. Oh, no, it's still terrible for piercing. 
Oh no, that's okay. That's the only decent one on here. Vulnerable spot. The target is flat-footed until healed. I'm naked. I'm going to be flat-footed anyway, so whatever. <laughs> also, I don't think that uh, Knife Sword, knowing this person's true name, is going to have any effect since he knows my name and can't get that right either. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, bung fort. And it's like, nope, not it. <laughs> Doesn't work. No good. It can't hear you. If you didn't keep changing your name, I'd get it right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my fault. I'm sorry. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, as Tungort bites down, does 66 damage to Ooh. Unfortunately, that's the end of its turn. Jeez. Gonna get liberated. Oh, that's right. She did get liberated. So that means you get 14 back, and you may take up to two steps if you would like. I am gonna walk this way. <laughs> All right. It is now the unconscious vampire's turn. Since they are unconscious, they don't get to do anything this turn except wake up. Hold on. Actually, we do need to back up. It's 14 for each type of damage. Oh, that's right. So it's 14 off of the 60 and it's 14 off of the six. So you also get the six back. Yeah. Good catch. I forget that it's versus each type of damage. So the vampire wakes up. It's still lying on the cold hard floor. And now it is Phrasman Jesus's turn. All right. Let's see if he can do this. All right. So he's going to make a religion check for one action. Succeeds. Does he know what type of creature I am? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Let me get a fortitude save from you, please, sir. OK, here we go. Making saves. It was a 37 to save. That is uh, enough. So that is a critical success. So nothing happens. Great. Love wasting that stuff. Good. It's like pocket sand. I'm like, no, <laughs> stop it. So that's his turn. He does absolutely nothing. Knife sword. It is your turn. Oh, my turn. OK. Thinking about attacking tongue sword. Yeah, he's going down. OK. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, I am casting Black Tentacles. I'm not trying to catch Brianna in this, let's see. But I am trying to catch the vampire. All right, so I guess I need to roll an attack. Yes, you make an attack roll against the fortitude DC of each creature in the area. All right, this one's fort DC is not great. And well, Tongue Arts fort DC is pretty good. So go ahead and make an attack roll. 30. Are you targeting the vampire first or tongue art? We'll start with the vampire, I guess. That is a success. All right. And you want to do damage for that or go to the next attack? Do the next one and then roll the damage. All right. I think it's just tongue art, right? Yep. Okay. Here we go. Can I re-roll that? Do you have a hero point? I do. Then you may. Okay. 37. 37 will succeed. Nice. All right. And then I'll do the damage. Damage. <laughs> 11 damage. That's 11 bludgeoning. Okay. And I believe they are all grabbed as well. Yes, they are. So I think that's a three action spell. So I am uh, finitoed. Yeah, you are. Okay. Everyone took their damage. Everyone's terrible. Speak for yourself. It is now Ooh's turn. Ooh has survived the spider attack, and <laughs> Ooh is going to go ahead and survive the vampire's attack. And so I'm going to... Oh, God. I'm going to come in around some way, and I'm going to... Ooh, we're all in the Marshall's aura. All right. If you actually move up two spaces, you would be flanking with Twin Talon. Do you mean there? Yes. 
I didn't know if that was like a pole or a post of some sort because it's black. No, it's just that's there is no light in that area. Okay, so I will go there instead. That's fine. And I will strike with my silver dagger for a 34. 34 against Jesus is a crit. Yes! <laughs> if he's still around, I'd like to react to murder. Okay, well, draw your card. I would love to. This one is called Calf Jab. Crit effect until healed. The target is clumsy one and takes a minus 10 foot status penalty to land speed. <sighs> Stab him in the legs. That makes his AC lower. Yeah. And I got 28 points of damage. Very nice. Now, I'm just looking here at your silver dagger critical here. When you or an ally in the aura critically hits an enemy with a strike, that enemy is frightened three. That didn't happen. Oh, maybe you did. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, because you're within your marshal's aura. It's frightened one. Oh, Frightened 1. I can't read. I'm sorry. But yes, when you critically hit with a strike, Frightened 1. Great. So that is 28 points of damage with a dagger. Jeez. Okay. So you moved, you stabbed, you get one more action. Can I react to murder, please? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yay, murder. Woohoo, murders. Hey, Miss Murder. Can I react to murder? 30 against flat-footed AC. 30 against a flat-footed AC will hit. Nice. Okay. And I already have put a debilitating strike on them. Yep. So 27 plus 2, so 29 points of damage. Also, if Heidi didn't add in the plus 2 to hers from her Marshall's aura, she gets that too, which is 4 on a crit. Oh, that's right. Okay. So I need to give him 4 more points of damage. And then 29 from me. Ugh. Okay. Would you guys stop hitting my monsters? Stop making them attack us. But they're monsters. That's what they do. Mm, they're not completely derp. Well, we're adventurers. We hit monsters. That's what we do. Yeah. All right, Heidi, you have one more action left for Ooh. I would like to strike again. Okay. 29. 29 against a flat-footed opponent will hit. Yes. Suck it. Flat-footed, clumsy, frightened opponent. 14 points of damage. 14 points plus two because of your aura. That's 12 plus two. Sorry, 12 plus two is 14. Gotcha. Well, he's no longer at a nice number of hit points. Oh, he was at 69. Okay, good. <laughs> 57 hit points. Oh, no. 55 hit points, everybody. Keep count. <laughs> I do not appreciate you being able to do basic math because some of us here can't. Yeah, I can't. Sorcery <laughs> to me. All right. Next up is Soraya's turn. Did we ever figure out what the demon is? Did we do a check on him to recall knowledge? I do not believe so. No, because he was a dude, then he was a demon, then we were knee-deep in vampires, so our neck deep. Okay, quickly dispatching of the vampires. So I'm going to check out this dude. Is it religion? I mean, if I can do Arcana, I'm happy. Nope, religion is the correct answer. Boo. Nat 20 for a 35. Hell yeah. Nice. Yay. All right, you get three questions. What do you want to know? Well, what do I know first? That they are a chaotic, evil, huge demon fiend. They are a treachery demon, which is exactly what Matt said it was, a galabzu. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. A galabzu. Mm -hmm. Do, 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 do. Glabrazoo. 
Galabrazoos are looming behemoths who revel in the act of twisting moral desires into their ultimate rune, betraying and manipulating as easily as they breathe. Desires granted by a Galabrazoo always come to fruition in the most destructive way possible, turning a wish or a hope into a potential devastating act of betrayal although the long-term repercussions are not always immediately apparent. For example, a struggling weaponsmith might wish for fame and skill at their craft, only to find that their best patron is a cruel and sadistic murderer who uses the weapons in bloody sprees. Or a lonely widower might have his desire granted in a form of a lost love returned to life as a vampire. Galabrazoos are nothing if not creative in addressing a moral's needs. These massive demons have enormous pincers and a pair of small humanoid arms sprouting from their chest, but their size belies their skill at magic, and they possess formidable innate spells. Treachery demons arise from the souls of mortals engaged in treason and deception. So I think you were right about Phorasmin Jesus. Yeah, I think that he probably wished to be the new head of the like, man, I hope I become the head of the, the church when What's-Her-Face dies. Or like, I want to protect her and like came back as that and twisted him into whatever. What's the best way to hurt it? Weaknesses, cold iron and good. OK, saves. You want to know the best save, worst save, what? Worst save. Worst save is reflex at a plus 19. Okay. What do you guys think? Hit points, special attacks? We don't know what they're immune to, right? Yeah, immunities. Nothing. Resistances? Like, is that one category? Yeah, they have nothing there. Okay, so cold iron and good is good. Everything else will go through. Soraya will call all that out. It seems like the demon is, is in direct relation somehow to the priest question cleric that's over there with you. It's clumsy. It's slow. And, well, it's evil, so try for good. And I will, since I don't want to use too many more reagents, but I don't have to. It has no immunities or resistances, so I'm going to hit it with fire. All right. It's so weird that a demon wouldn't be mean to fire, but yeah. Optimus fire greater. We're going to huff that at you, buddy. Let me target him real quick. Nice, thanks. 36. To hit... The monster? Yeah. That's a hit. Okay. 10 points of fire damage plus the splash. Their AC is high. Yeah. So three fire splash damage, 10 regular damage, three persistent fire damage. And I'm going to do it again. 28. 28 will miss. Okay. Well, it still takes the splash. Yep. Okay. And now at least he's burning a little bit. So nice. All right. This is getting into like quarry level of rounds. This is round seven. We haven't hit double digits yet. That's true. And we did eliminate the big vampire in the middle. I feel like she was probably much more powerful and we just got lucky and took her out. Yeah, you definitely did. I mean, not lucky. We did a good job and took her out. Yeah. The vampire by the dais will once again go back to what they're good at, which is shooting their short bow. First off, we have Ooh, that is a 39 to hit Ooh. Um, I would like to hero point. Do I have a hero point anymore? You do have a hero point. I would like to make you re-roll that shit. <laughs> I disagree with you, but I will do it anyway. That is a 33 for a regular hit. 33 for a regular hit. We'll take it. So you take... How did I get sneak attack on that? Oh, because you're flat-footed. <laughs> I think I can be flat-footed. You can when your crit card says you are. Okay. 
You take 12 points of damage. Boom. Next target is Twin Talon. They spin, reload, and shoot their short bow at you because they do not appreciate you getting closer to them. It's a two on the die. That's a crit fail. Oh, anyone want to use a hero point to let me reroll? No, I'm good. You sure? Okay, fine. Jerks. That is aching back. You are fatigued. You know, you thought you were ready for the higher poundage, but sorry. I'm fatwagged. <laughs> and then for my last action, they're going to aim at Taysani. <gasps> no. Yeah, that's right. If I can't take you guys down, I'm taking out animal companions. <laughs> you monster. It's a four on the die for a 17. Well, that is a critical failure. <laughs> Woohoo! Oh, that card. I'm so mad. I'm so <laughs> mad right now. Ah, oh, ranged. Huh? You are confused. Oh, that stinks. Confused is ridiculous. All right. Well, that's their turn. Next is the vampire to the south of the dais. And we're going back to bow shots. First one against Ooh. Come on, crit. It's a 19 on the die for a 42. Oh, come on. That's a crit. Would anyone like to waste a hero point? Waste? That's some loaded language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? You can have mine. Does anyone have multiples? I don't have multiples, but use mine. Right. Um, nom, 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 nom. Come on, crit. Come on, crit. No, crit fail. Fail. <laughs> Natural one. Let's do it. That's a 12 for a 35 regular damage. <sighs> Sheesh. Ah. You take 16 points of damage because you're a flat footed. And then we're going to shoot at Twin Talon with our second attack. Because again, you're getting way too close for their enjoyment. That is a 25, which is a miss. And last shot is against Tessani. Why are you like this? That's right. I'm a monster. It's a 15 on the die for a 28, which is still a miss. Yep. Good. That's what you get. We both have a 30 AC. As it should be. Twin Talon, it is your turn. Okay. Well, this guy isn't full enough of holes, so I'm going to continue to aerate him. 37 versus their flat-footed, scared, and clumsy AC. That'll hit. Actually, that'll crit. I'll take it. All those negatives, I would hope a 37 crit. I don't have to do this, right? Or do I? I guess I do. Well, I don't think I can. It's the target is pushed 10 feet, but the problem is I have to push him into ooh, and that's I can't. Yeah, but you can use the weapons critical specialization. I get that anyway, and that makes them flat footed to everybody. Oh, that's right. So let's do that damage. So there's that plus 2d6 from extra murder. So that's 39 plus two from ooh is 41 times two is 82 damage. 82 damage. Which is more than 50 whatever or 60, 50 whatever it was. Would you like to describe how you aerate this person? Yes. So this guy tried to blind him and Twin sounds like, no, this is how you do it. And he just drives his short sword straight to the guy's eye and he pulls it free. Oh. Oh. And the guy collapses. Yeah, he does. Hang on. Hold up. Wait a second. As he crumbles to the ground, you see his body start to decay as if he had been dead for a week. I need everyone within 30 feet. So that is Twin Talon, Ooh. 
and Soraya to make me a fortitude save, please. Okay. Is this any kind of poison effect? No, this is not a poison effect. Ooh, what did you get? Ooh got a 41 with a natural 20 on that die. That is a critical success. So nothing happens to you. Twin Talon. Twin Talon rolled a three for a 24. (laughs) That is a failure. I would like to use my last hero point to avoid whatever grossness this is. All right, that's fair. Or at least try to. Yeah. 28. 28 is still a failure. Oh, well, sometimes hero points work great. Sometimes not so much. And Soraya, what did you get? I got a 37. 37 is a regular success. All right, I got a 15, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep it. Well, it's a fortitude save, right? Yeah. You're a juggernaut. Oh, you're a juggernaut. That is a critical success. I am a juggernaut. All right, so only Twin Talon takes this damage. Dang it. <laughs> Jeez. You're taking 30 points of negative damage. Oh, make a save for Tasani. But I don't wanna. Tasani gets a 38. 38 is a regular success, so they will take half damage. So 15 points of damage to Tasani. As you see their body, negative energy leaks out of their desiccated body as it is there. Gross. Okay, so as this energy wave kind of pulses outward, Twin Talon just becomes like gray and sallow and his eyes cross and he falls to the floor and collapses. Oh no! No. (laughs) I got you, buddy. I'm coming. But he automatically saves from dying. Twin Talon has zero hero points. I don't think he does. No, you have the stabilized token. Uh, he's got a pendant. He's totally dead, guys. Just don't worry about it. What? And then real Tin Talon, who is now invisible, not fake illusionary Tin Talon, who's dead on the floor. He's going to go 5, <laughs> 10, 15, 25, 30. Uh, not close enough to stab this guy. Everyone's like, Tin Talon, no. And he's like, I'm fine. We don't know this, but he's fine. I think I can get five more feet in without being in the tentacles. So, yeah. All right. And then invisible Twin Talon is going to sneak up on this, uh, this demon guy. All right. Well, that was fun. And when he dies, he's going to die kind of like uh, Pee Wee Herman did in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Have you ever seen that? Vaguely. No, Paul Rubens? No, that's fine. Go watch it. (laughs) We'll wait. We'll be here when you get back. This is not an endorsement of Joss Whedon. No, no, no. Just that one scene. It's just like super melodramatic. He just dies like eight times. Uh, Okay, it is now Brianna's turn. I'm trying to debate whether or not Brianna would like actually know he's doing a thing or think him actually dead (laughs) is the problem. Because you've not done this before. I have not. This is my first time. Uh, okay. So she will yell, Tweet Talon! But still has this horrible creature in front of her. And if there's anyone who's bound by duty, it is Brianna. So with that image of her friend dramatically crumpling, like the dramatic person he is, she will strike. Honestly, I feel like if he is dying quite like that, that seems like a message to the rest of us that like, I'm fine, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brianna's not in her right headspace, though. That's fair. That's fine. Nor am I rolling well either. So I rolled a 26. Versus this one will hit. Oh, all right. It takes 23 points of damage. Nice. 
Would you like to describe how you kill it? Sure. Um, remind me, are they still prone? Yes, they're prone. They had just woken up. They hadn't been able to do anything. Grabbed by some tentacles. So she probably yells for Twin Talon and then turns around with just like a blaze in her eyes and then grabs this thing by the hair and then yanks it up. And then with her scimitar, just draws the blade across its neck. Wow. Okay. Drops it in the tentacles so they can have a nice snack. And then I'll double move so I can get up close to the northmost vampire and be ready to strike next round. All right. That way I can give them something to look at. Let's give them something to talk about. Okay. It is now Tungart's turn. Seeing their prey of Brianna has left... This creature is going to take a step forward because Twin Talon is hit. It's grabbed. Oh, it is grabbed. Oh. I don't know if it stops it from moving or what. He has to attempt to break free. Yeah. All right. We'll make a basic unarmed attack, which would be plus 27. The escape DC is equal to my spell DC. Yes. And what is your spell DC? 30 something? I never know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, it looks like it is 31. Yep. All right. I should be able to break free of this. Yes. All right. So with a total of 40, they break three and they step forward 5, 10, 15 feet. Now, Matt, do you have an attack of opportunity that you would like to use? I don't have a attack of opportunity, Sean. Oh, oh, that sucks. Knife sword. The pincers come out at you. He don't want to do that. But he do. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Why? What are you casting? I'll get to it. Okay. That is a 40 versus your AC, which I believe is a 29. Yep. That is a critical hit. Would anyone like to use a hero point? I will. All right. Knife Sword uses his last hero point. So the pincers come out at you. They snap with anger for a 31, which is a regular hit. And you are going to take... 43 points of damage. I'm going to feast on his skull. Okay. (laughs) And you are now grabbed by it because it's going to spend its last action to grab you. That was already three actions. It broke free. It moved. It attacked. You're right. Okay. And it ended its turn in the tentacles. So I grabbed him. Mm hmm. (laughs) Fine. Fine. <laughs> Look at us making you play by the rules. I told you he didn't want to come over here. I don't appreciate that. I also believe since he ended his turn, whenever a creature ends a turn in the area, if they have it, they grab and they deal 1d6 bludgeoning. No, they just grab. Oh, they take 3d6 bludgeoning for being grabbed. So go ahead, Rob, and roll 3d6. Okay. Six damage. All right. He takes six points points of damage. All right. It is now Knife Sword's turn, but we are going to wait till next week to see what happens. No. no! <laughs> that's all right. You're just giving Rob more time to think about what he's going to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's dangerous. I know <laughs> I, I should not let him do that. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 I'm not dead. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die podcast. 
please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.